Blog Talk Radio. She's brought the party, a rock the party. 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 Yes, sir! By the gates of hell You gave me a job to do And I do for you well I'm the law of the land I make the order The new world order Heavy duty and super capacity Full of knowledge Heart and soul But hey, that's me Joshua Live here at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, that was some rocks the party that rocks the party. Just rocks the party. Oh, that's great shit, man. <laughs> now, is he saying, because uh, that's a weird 57 seconds. For some reason, you know, <laughs> I could only, it. I downloaded it again. But it only gave me 57 seconds. Oh, it's, it's not like the whole thing. I don't know what's going on. It's very disappointing. Very disappointing because uh, he uh, he goes into some very good lyrics there. Yeah, I might end. Well, some speculate that he's saying, Jesus rocks the party that rocks the party. But it actually sounds like jizz. <laughs> I know, that's what it- that's what I was saying. I'm just like, is he saying jizz? Like, you know, is he bringing jizz and it's rocking the party? I don't know. <laughs> Either way, uh, rocking the party, it rocks the party. Here you go. She's rocked the party. Hey, I'll turn it down. Can we talk over this? Can we have Green Man songs playing as we're talking? Yeah. Well, not right there, though. Yeah, well, it's a little loud there. Yes, sir! Woo! Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I've never done this before. Maybe, like, turn the volume up. I think it's going to be a well, the anyway, volume went up a little unexpected. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, we just got off work a little bit ago. I'm here with Christopher Holler. Is that how you say it? Holler? Yeah, Holler. Like, uh, now, I don't say where I work. Like, all my friends know where I work, and they come up to my work. But uh, lately anymore, doing this radio show the past year, I'll get strange friend requests from people. People will say, oh, I just saw you somewhere, and, like, it kind of freaks me out. So I never say where where I work. I don't even do – you know those Facebook check-ins that, uh, oh, that you know, oh, people yeah. say where there's someone – like, I won't even do those until, like, right when I'm leaving the place. <laughs> like, I'm right. Like, a week and a half ago, I'm like, Jamie Joshua is at Fiesta Mariachi. But I'm like, that's when I was leaving Fiesta Mariachi, because I don't know who's saying it. Like, 
crazy people out there, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, yep, do it right as soon as you're walking out the door. I mean, because if not, people will be coming up there and just harassing you, and that, that no, that's not good for the image. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, it was a shitty night tonight at work, as as usual. Um, we have a saying that we came up with. About two months ago, I posed you a question. <laughs> you probably know where I'm going with this. I asked you, oh, I, was yeah. like, I, just, I just looked at you and I said, does life get better? <laughs> does life get better? That's the grand question right there. Yes, and uh, um, now, like, about, I think, two weeks ago, we said it again, and we were like, apparently not. <laughs> no. It, it, or at least so far, it, it does not. Right, like, uh, and you had a, uh, you just had, and I asked you if we could talk about this, you're like, yeah. So, when was this? Was this, I, I know it was sometime last week, but you were on a four-wheeler, and and had an accident. Oh yeah, that that was uh, yeah, that was uh, not. I mean, it was fun up till that point, but after that, no. Because yeah, you're, not, you're not like you're not like a, you're not like a club owner or a rapper or a stripper or the kind of usual people I have on my show. But you you're definitely a very <laughs> interesting guy. <laughs> it was like lots of interesting stuff going on. So. Uh, well, well I say, a, say what exactly happened here? You're out riding a four-wheeler. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I have this buddy, Max, that um, used to hang around with all the time and I've known for years. And uh, then all of a sudden he moved and I haven't talked to him for a few years. And then my other buddy that I hang out with a lot... Uh, He's like, hey, you know, want to go out here and uh, ride some quads with me? I'm like, sure, yeah. And find out it's my buddy Max I haven't seen in a while and go out all the way out to Pataskala and everything. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And so we're sitting there riding for a good, like, two, three hours. And it's freezing fucking cold out. And so there's this trail that goes behind this house. And my buddy that took me out there, he's like, hey, hop on the back and, you know, check out these trails and everything. I'm like, okay. And so I'll hop on the back. And so we go around the track a couple times, and we are just hauling ass. I mean, faster than what, you know, we should have been, but, you know, anywho. And so we go around this last turn, and um, the ass end swings out too far and it hits this berm and hits something else and then it just shoots us off of it and you know it happened so quick I couldn't put my hands down so I sit there and scrape my face across the ground that was that was lovely and then uh, you know I just look over and I see the four wheeler want to flip over on top of us and then the guy that was behind us grabbed it in time and everything like that and just my this whole left side was, you know, sore as hell, and uh, you know I had a big old knot in my forehead and got all scraped up and everything. It was just, yeah, it was not fun. Yeah, you look like you look like shit right after that happened when I saw you. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Happened? I'm like, did he get in a fight? And then he started telling me what happened. But, yeah, uh, that. 
it was definitely not the best time because the night of that happened, I had to work a double the next day, and that this was it. It did not work out well. Yeah, you saw that tire coming at you, like after oh, the wreck, yeah. and it was about to land on you. You're like, no. <laughs> and I was like, no. Uh, I was just like, like I, I'm about to die. I know. I'm just like, I do not want this five to six hundred pound quad to land on me. It would not make you know what already happened feel any better. And you also mentioned when I asked you about tell, tell that story about the another accident that happened. Um, oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> this uh, this actually uh, puts you out of work, I think, for a few days. Uh, um, this was a serious. It could have been a lot, a lot worse, actually. So one would say you're lucky, but apparently you're not very lucky. <laughs> Does life get better and all? <laughs> no, not. I am. I am not the luckiest person in the world. I will tell you that one. I mean, but, besides you and besides you and McNabb are like neck and neck at this point. Perhaps <laughs> that's the worst I'll, luck. <laughs> yeah, we're you know we're right up in there. But yeah, so uh, tell us the story. Um, you happen to be. Uh, well, yeah, you can tell it better than me. So. <laughs> well, no, you're good, but uh, no. So me and uh, my one friend Dooley, we uh, you know, every so often we go out to his uh, grandparents out in uh, Crooksville to go shooting and everything else. And so you know, I just started you know getting into guns and everything, and uh, so I go to a pawn shop which was my first mistake. And then I get a 20-gauge pump shotgun. You know, very first gun, loved it, you know, so excited, everything else. And, you know, he's already got guns, so, you know, we go out and uh, we start shooting and everything. And I put about, I'd say, half a box to a box of uh, shells through it. And so it's getting a little hot and everything. I'm just like, all right, you know, give it a little break and everything. And so I shoot my buddy's guns and everything. And so about half an hour to an hour passes. He says, hey, you know, I'm going to run up to the gas station. You want anything? I'm like, yeah, you know, just give me a pop and everything else. Well, so while he's gone, uh, I pick up my 20-gauge again. You know, I'm just like, you know, that thing's, you know, really nice. I want to go, you know, shoot it again. Well, so I loaded it up and everything, and uh, so I put a shell in the chamber and pulled the trigger. Well, you know, if anyone knows anything about guns, uh, if there's a round in the chamber and you pull the trigger, it should go bang, not click. Well, it went click. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, there's something wrong here. So I bring it down to my side and, you know, bring the pump back to, you know, see what's going on. Well, as soon as I bring it all the way back to where it'll, like, eject the shell, right before that, as soon as the shell gets exposed, it goes off. And so gets me all disoriented and everything else, and, you know, my thumb is sitting there leaking for, you know, no apparent reason that I know at the moment and everything else. So get it all washed up and cleaned up. Well, to find out, I I caught a uh, 
piece of metal from the shell in my thumb, which is actually, <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. I still have that piece of metal. And, uh, uh, kept it. Oh, yeah, souvenir. And, you know, so my buddy gets back, and you know, in the midst of everything, and it's like, oh, what the hell happened? And showed him and everything, and he's like, damn, son, you're sitting there leaking uh, more than the dead deer. And I'm just like, oh. Thanks. You know, that's totally what I want to hear right now. But I had powder burn all over my face and that big old chunk of metal on my thumb and just, yeah, the worst 200 bucks I ever could think about spending. <laughs> yeah, how, how much? Wow, 200 bucks. If you go out, just, just go out shooting or, or like, uh, how much how much would you typically have to spend just to go out and shoot, uh, shoot. Like if I say, let's go shooting tomorrow. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, ammo-wise or? Yeah. Well, it depends. Uh, at that time when I, you know, just got it, I'd say I bought, oh, let's say about 40 to 50 bucks worth of shells. Since they're about, oh, I'd say about 10 or 12 bucks a piece, so about a couple boxes. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it typically varies. I mean, uh, now I got a little bit of ammo stocked up and stuff like that, so every time we go shooting, I don't have to go to the store to, you know, buy ammo, but, you know, every so often I go and it. It, it just depends on what kind of gun you got, you know, because they, and it also depends on where you go to get it, because people will have, say, a box, a box of 12 gauge for 8 bucks, and you go somewhere else, and it's like 12 bucks, so, I mean, it just depends. And a lot of people don't understand about uh, guns. You know, people sit on one side or the other, so... As far as gun oh, control and everything. Oh goodness, don't get me started on that. Well, I know you. Oh, you probably will. We're gonna get you started. <laughs> uh, we're just warming up here. But, uh, I think like uh, go take a smoke break here real quick and uh, well shit, this one's only saying it's a minute and forty nine seconds. But uh, <laughs> want to hear some more uh, Green Man seven nine two zero zero four right here. Oh this yeah. This is a this is a heart of a soldier. 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 Oh yeah, making something from nothing. It's hard out there these days. I'm about to be broke, putting all this work in, and still ain't got a dime into nothing. Heart of a soldier, heart of a soldier, heart, 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 heart of a soldier. Start this big prize. It's a free day. Heart of a soldier, heart of a soldier, heart, 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 heart of a soldier. Can you ball like you got game? Oh, where's Green Man at? Yeah, that's me with the MTV microphone hand. Come on, bro, please. And let me hear something that will make my ears bleed. Got game to go, green. Blammo, 99.7, the blend. 
Oh shit! Cut off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Can we? Uh, longer. Uh, say it. Say it. I'll say it, and then you can say it if you want to. But uh, ah. Starship Enterprise. Starship Enterprise. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure if that's his. Uh, his crew. His album. Uh, <laughs> oh, it is hard to tell. Yeah, the new green uh, man, heart of the soul. Yeah, soldiers man. have guns. Soldiers have guns. Police have guns. There's a website called gunssavelives.com, or it might not be that, but there's a there people that say, oh, you know, nobody should have guns. Whenever school shootings or this and that happens, or somebody kills one person, it's like, well, actually, guns actually save more people than they. Then they hurt. So uh, oh. I, don't, I don't know. You're a better person to speak on this. But uh, what what would you say to someone that's like, uh, yeah, uh, gun control should be uh, passed. They should take away everyone's guns. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, just people have different views and everything on it. But I mean, just like what you were saying about you know school shootings and everything. You know, if you ask me, I mean, uh, I think out in. Uh, I think out in Texas or uh, somewhere out in there, I know they, uh, I don't know if they passed a law or, you know, they made it to where teachers there can have their, you know, CCW or concealed weapons license. And which, if you ask me, I think that's a good idea. And they even offered uh, the teachers to, uh, you know, take the course and everything. I'm just like, you know, there's your problem solved right then and there. You know, I mean, yeah. just they're sitting there trying to blow it all out of proportion. It's just people, you know, that sit there and rob houses and sit there and just, you know, do things to get a hold of guns illegally. And then they're sitting there stupid as hell already. And, you know, just, you know, take those guns and do stupid ass things with them. I mean, just, it's just a lot of bullshit between, you know, Republicans and Democrats and basically just people in suits that basically think that they can just sign a piece of paper and say that, oh, now you can't do this or now you can't have guns. But statistically, and they've done it, I don't know how many times. I know it's over 50 to 100, but they have proven that if you have a scenario where there's you know, uh, someone with a mental illness or just, you know, some someone that is not thinking straight and has a weapon, and you put them in a situation where there's good law-abiding citizens that have their CCW or conceal, you know, their weapon, nine times out of ten, you know, it's going to turn out, you know, good than bad. I mean, it's just, you know... There's no other way you can twist it that would make it any other different. But the well, media will certainly twist it. <laughs> the media oh, will twist yeah. it to the current agenda. Oh yeah, the media—they sit there. They, you know, that you know that's what they get paid for. They sit there and you know they twist every little thing. Uh, you know, breaking news: we have another shooting because of a dumbass. I mean. Yeah. You know, that's what they get paid for. I mean, they sit there and try and blow things out of proportion and, you know, make it look like 
anybody that's got a gun, you know, make it look like they're delusional. And But you sit there, and if you look, I mean, all you got to do is have a computer next to you, and you can look up any type of video you want, and you can sit there and see, you know, police getting militarized and sit there, you know, shooting people in the streets. And just because they have a, that little badge on their chest, they can sit there and get away with it because, oh, I'm a big police officer, and that's just a civilian. I mean, who are you going to side with? I mean, and also the media comes into play, and it could be a cop just randomly shoots somebody in the street, and when the media comes, the cop can sit there and say whatever he wants because, you know, he shot the person, you know, and he's already dead, so he can't say nothing. You know, it's just... It's stupid. Yeah, like, uh, as far as... He's covered a lot of ground there, but go back to the uh, school shootings, like, uh, like somebody comes in to a school with a gun, they're going to have second thoughts knowing that every teacher has a gun. It's like, right. like that's certainly something that, that's, that would uh, prevent exactly. a lot of this. You know, exactly. That's a deterring factor because, and I see it all the time, they're sitting there trying to take guns away from us, but if you sit there and put your place in the mind of a criminal, you know, and they sit there and want to pass a whole bunch of laws and everything restricting guns, that's not going to affect them. They're already a felon. They're already criminal. You know, why the hell would they follow the laws, you know, if you... If they don't follow them already, what's going to sit there and make them follow a new one about guns? And that's just hurting the gun owners. But back to the school shootings, if you sit there and put a criminal with a gun in a school and – well, here, hold on. Let me word it different. If a criminal is sitting there thinking, oh, hey, I want to be a dumbass and go shoot up a school, well – and there's two different schools. One is gun-free zone, and the other, you know, guns are welcome, and the teachers have con- their concealed carry license. Where do you think he's going to go? The one that, you know, teachers aren't, you know, carrying guns. I mean, you know, it's just it's just common sense. I mean... Yeah, and, uh, as far as uh, after the uh, Sandy Hook shooting happened... Obama was on TV crying because he has kids himself, but he didn't pass a uh, gun law. Now, is that strictly the NRA? Is that just his politics? Is why it didn't happen? They were trying to ban the uh, magazines that, you know, allow AR-15s to shoot more. Yeah, that's, that's stupid right there. I mean, me personally, I am, you know, two AR-15s. I mean... But, no, I just think it's stupid that how that whole situation went down. I mean, Sandy Hook, they said, oh, you know, he had an AR-15, blah, blah, blah. No, if you actually look up, he actually, I mean, he yes, he did have an AR-15, but in the whole, like, legit Sandy Hook shooting, he only used handguns. He left the AR-15 in the car, and they sat there and proved it because when they came up to... The crime scene and everything, they found it in the car he was using. You know, it was sitting right there in the back seat. I but, remember that. No, 
Yeah, I, I just think it's stupid. I mean, you know, what's sitting there uh, making uh, a uh, magazine limit going to do? That's not going to do shit. All that's hey. going to do is just hurt the gun owners. I mean, Benton, if you – okay, let's say uh, before the Sandy Hook shooting, he sat there and put that law in place and everything else. I mean, all you got to do is have, like, two handguns and – have a pistol belt and have a magazine all the way around you. I mean, yeah. you know, just it, it's just you know you're just making you know taking one problem and making it into five problems. I mean, it's just it's just not it's just making it worse than what it needs to be. Yeah, but, uh, we got like like four minutes left and so much more to talk about. But uh, let's go real quick to uh, Boston. Um, what happened there? With the, uh, oh, yeah. Bombing in Boston. And they uh, militarized police on the scene. Uh, this has been like, oh. from people I talked to on the show, they were like kind of alarmed by that, how, you know, it wasn't just regular police who were like militarized oh, right yeah. there on the scene. Oh, My yeah. thing with I mean, it was yeah. uh, they put a curfew on, on everybody. Like, nobody could leave the house until they found these two people. So, like, if somebody, you know, they didn't know if it was terrorism or just some, some, something going on. So like, but still, I don't, I don't want to be just uh, sitting in my house. I can't leave my house until they find somebody. Like, is that the way things are going? Like, uh, oh anything yeah, happens? I mean, just if you ask me, that was a setup from the get go. I mean, if uh, if you look in, or at least you know, from what I've looked into. They knew that uh, the two suspects, you know, they knew they was terrorists. They basically paid their way to come over. And, you know, yeah. they set the whole thing up. I mean, that... They were known by that, the FBI. Oh, yeah. Just, if you ask me, that was just the whole setup. So, I mean, they had the whole Boston area locked down. No one can go in or out. They had curfews and all that good shit. I mean... That and, you know, they didn't even let the people in the area know what was going on. They just left them in the dark. And, yeah. I mean, that, that was just a way so they could sit there and test, you know, the whole martial law deal and, sound, and see how it would play out and practice and everything like that. I mean, just it, it's just stupid. I mean, that's just Obama to sit there and militarize the police. And so when he... You know, when he does decide to make his move to sit there and be a full dictator, he knows how to do it and how it'll, you know, how it'll play out. Yeah. Um, uh, the clock is ticking. One minute, 52 seconds left on our on-air stream. But uh, we can keep going for another 15 minutes. Nobody listening live right now will hear the next 15 minutes till they Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, as far as uh, Obama, um, do you think him and Vladimir Putin are good friends because they're you know seen together, shaking hands, or do you think <laughs> like you told me before, Putin is like oh, I'm gonna kill you, <laughs> whispering in his ear. Uh, if you ask me, uh, you sit there and look at the photos of them two and shaking hands and smiling. I mean, but. If you look at everything that went on in Ukraine and all that stuff, 
I mean, yeah, if yeah, there's going to be something that's going to pop off sooner or later. I mean, you can just tell by the time, you know, they sit there and shake their hands and smile and take pictures for the press and everything. You know they don't like each other. You know that. I right. mean, you can just tell on the way they shake their hands and, you know, stand next to each other. I mean, why would they? Uh, exactly. <laughs> Obama's all buddied up to uh, Jay-Z. I don't think Vladimir Putin's listening oh. to any Jay-Z. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if you ask, if you ask me, Putin, he is walking around like a pit bull on steroids. He knows that if Obama tries to sit there and start anything that, you know, he thinks that he's got a lot of leverage and stuff like that. But, I mean, you know, he's just walking around like he's high and mighty and high shit. I mean, both of them do. But, I mean, they know that if they sit there and, you know, start something with each other, that it's just not going to end up well or, you know, be beneficial to either either side. But, no, 